The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Friday, October 7th, 2022, season 18, episode number 46. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star, and uh, we're presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, today we get you guys ready, Cowboys versus Rams. That happens this Sunday, I think it's a 325 kickoff. Uh, but we're going to get you guys ready. We're going to talk about all the different storylines we think will be a part of this game. And by the end of the show, we'll get some predictions. We'll nail these guys down on what they think will happen ultimately on Sunday uh, when the Cowboys head to Los Angeles. So let's start first. Let's get some updates on a couple injuries uh, that could be relevant for this weekend. Yesterday, C.D. Lamb pops up on the injury report. I know it, it certainly caught my attention what are we hearing at this point about about him and him being on the injury report? It doesn't sound like it's it's, it's too serious. I, I think that CD is, is still expected to play in this game. Uh, you know they, they have to to be do their due diligence and, and put that on there when things like that pop up. So um, he didn't sound concerned yesterday. I McCarthy mean, today in his press conference didn't seem like it. I just don't think it's going to be that big a deal. I think CD will play. Yeah, I, I got the impression they were. This team is really big, and CD talked about this as locker the GPS numbers. Yeah. And so he was ready to practice, and it's kind of like somebody forgot to remind Mike that his GPS numbers were high. And so they went and got him. He was getting ready to go, and then they moved him over with Britt Brown on the, on the cords and stuff like that just to give him a little bit of a rest. But everything I'm hearing, it's not a serious injury at all. Especially him standing in front of the media yesterday. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of weird. You know, he stands there and, like, nothing happened. Obviously, not that he's going to come out and say, hey, guys, I didn't practice today because of this injury. But at the same time, it's just kind of odd the way it went down. And then moments later, you find out through the report that he was out with a groin injury. But it doesn't sound very serious. Yeah. Let's go on to Jordan Lewis, who had missed practice earlier in the week yesterday, only limited. So it sounds like maybe they got a little bit more out of him yesterday. Who knows? But uh, what are you guys hearing about Jordan? Trending the right way on that one, too. Uh, that one I know that was uh, that wasn't as serious pregame. They just did it really precautionary. They were worried about him, uh, you know, that maybe that is something that could have got worse. And when I asked yesterday about it, it was like, no, he's he's gonna he'll be ready because I was concerned when we were talking on 105.3, the fan, kind of breaking down uh, the the Rams. I was worried of how they were gonna maybe match Cooper Cup when Cooper goes in the slot. Are you going to have to move Brown? Are you gonna use Bland? But then I said, heck, just reach out, see what's happening there. It sounded like to me that he'll be good to go for you this week. Jake Ferguson, what are we hearing about him? Uh Honestly, I think I, I think the same type of thing. I, I don't remember him saying anything uh, specific about that. I missed some of the McCarthy. You might have said that earlier on, but I think MRI, he's, he's in good Yeah, state. MRI was clean on that. And so with it being clean, he was trending the right way. He went from not practicing to limited, and that they, they're expecting him to play this weekend. Yeah, because I mean, they, they have McEwen back on the practice squad. They could call him back up if they needed to. Um, it's going to be interesting to see this week because if you they may not use 
both those call ups. They don't. They 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 will with the deep snapper, right. of course. But you know, to do that, you have to have eight linemen active. I'm not sure that they they will. So there, there's a, there's a couple things involved there. Something to keep an eye on too is that uh, Overton was the primary snapper yesterday. Mm. Maher missed three field goals when he was the snapper. So let's see mm. what happens with mechanics. Uh, you know, as a former long snapper myself, it starts with the snap, the hold, the kick, all those things. So maybe it's just a little bit more about getting comfortable with with Overton. He's a ten year vet. He's been in a bunch of situations. You know, is the ball? Are they having to spin the laces more? You know, most of these deep snappers are so good they could get the rotation to where you just catch it and put it down and kick the ball. Mm-hmm. So is there a little bit of hesitation? I'm sure that's something that they're going to come out here yeah. and work on on the field quite a bit uh, before you guys get on that plane for Los Angeles. Yeah, that's the part I'm you most worried, worried, worried about. There? I am. That's the part I'm most worried about because <laughs> the kicker has been really good yeah. so far, and I don't. I just don't like the fact, and I know they have to. They don't. It's not like they got a choice, but but I don't love the idea of having to change the the operation because any little thing for a kicker, sure, that can get in his head, yeah, yeah. can get in his head, and then you got your kicker all off whack. And and it's we've seen these kickers; they can go from great to nothing, absolutely. In a you know split second. Yeah, they haven't had and you haven't had a lot of deep snappers around here. I mean, really, you can go back, you know, the last I don't know thirty years. Just probably yeah. only maybe a handful. Yeah. You know, just because they they did it for so long. LP and two of them were forever. Hellestray and Hell then Stray. LP, yeah. Yeah, I probably went. It's probably longer than that. Yeah. If you're only going to say like five or six, you know, Jeff Robinson for a couple of years. Yeah. And then and then they did Condo for three games and then went, Hell, I mean, uh, LP and LP all the way yeah. until McQuaid. So just not a lot of turnover there. Yep. All right, uh, real quick, Donovan Wilson, what do we know about him? I got the impression his was more just, GPS numbers as well. Yeah, he's There's beat up a little bit. They're trying to give him a little bit of a, of a break. Good. Yeah. Well, and that's natural. I mean, the way he plays, I and mean, he plays like a, you know he gets in a car wreck forty times a game. I yeah. mean, that's just the way he plays. And and you know, I mean, I kudos to him for not getting himself fined a lot because that 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 position that's what happens. You know, I I, I remember. Roy Williams saying I would play for free if I was playing today because I would be getting <laughs> fined every time, you know, because he's not going to change the way he plays. Yeah. And, you know, that's what happens. But Donovan's found a good way to be aggressive, but not to the point where it's it's overly aggressive now. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move on. I got some questions for you guys. I got a few questions. We'll also get to some fan questions. We got quite a few from Twitter, uh, and we'll take some phone calls if you guys want to call us. The number is 888-855-2297. Again, 888-855-2297. Let's start with this question. Uh, which defensive player, other than Aaron Donald, are you most concerned about in this matchup? I'll give you a few options. Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd. You are, you're free to throw in another name if there's someone else. I think anytime you're dealing with arguably the best player at his position, uh, Jalen Ramsey, I mean, because Ramsey has an ability to, he's probably better than your number one, I think. And so he's better than most re- number one receivers. So, I mean, I think I think that's a, that's a tough one when your Cowboys are trying to figure out if CD is the number one and all this stuff. You know, if he, if he takes out CD Lamb, that could be a problem. I think Ramsey's the, the issue there. But. I would say for me, it's Bobby Wagner. Um, especially after last game, you just see how how angry and like <laughs> you, forget the play of uh, the, that tackle, but just Zeke's the, faster than that guy, I think. <laughs> 
with the guy with the smoke. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the, the point <laughs> is, there Probably. you could see just how much uh, frustration there was from their defensive side. So a guy like Bobby Wagner, the talent that he has, and when you speak about the running game and maybe the Cowboys having to find some balance there and kind of commit to the run for them, not just to, you know, when we, I didn't get to answer this yesterday. I forgot what we were talking about specifically, but it was between like the passing game and like the running game and all that. And I thought it was about committing to the running game. I was thinking about this while you were guys, while you guys were speaking. I'm like more so than just committing, because to me it's more of if it doesn't work, then why keep pushing or like why keep um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Force it. Why force it? But at the same time, you do have to give your defense a break. And the way to do that is through the running game. But anyway, your question was the player. And I'm concerned more about that aspect of thing, a linebacker kind of attacking the running game in that way and kind of putting a stop to those two guys, Zeke or Pollard. So a guy like him, he's he's someone to look for. I like it. Next question. <laughs> you agree? She hit it. Damn. Yeah. She hit it That's a first. perfectly. And she, no, you know this stuff. Uh, he also can rush the passer. A couple of sacks there, yeah. too. You don't need him. If you're going to be committed to the run or try to have balance, you know, I, I, Nick's, Nick's right, too. And I'm not just yeah. saying him, you know, but because. That's how good they are. Yeah. <laughs> they because got two because what's going to happen is they're going to move Ramsey all over the field. And so you got to worry about him on both sides, and you got to worry about him in the slot. So he can take away whoever you want to. It's not going to just be about one guy. But Wagner, if you are committed or you're forced to try and help your defense by running the football, it's going to be on Bobby Wagner. Ernest Jones is another one that's a linebacker that makes plays for them as well. But Wagner's, the, I think, the linchpin for what they do on defense. All right, let's flip it to the other side of the ball. The offensive player, other than Cooper Cup, who you're most concerned about. I'll give you a couple names. Tyler Higby. I know, Brian, that's a favor for you. Cam Akers, running back. Uh, Allen Robinson, the wide receiver, has not gotten going yet, but could get going maybe. Which one are you most concerned about having a big game? Nobody. I am not. Other than Cooper Cup. No, I'm I'm. I, I, genuinely, I get it, and Brian, you've talked about the running backs, for example, how these guys are talented. They are, and it, the running game just hasn't kind of kept, go, like, took off for them, taken off just yet. But literally, I don't feel any kind of, and I don't want to say this, but I don't feel any kind of concern or worry against our defense. I truly feel that our defense is going to be able to handle these guys completely and just keep doing what they've been doing week after week. So there's literally no guy that I'm concerned about right now. Yeah, I mean, the 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 fact that Stafford is not that mobile, like like running around, like that's the one thing that can really hurt this this defense. And I think Jalen Hurts will be you know, a huge issue against them because of how aggressive they are and that quarterback can just take off. You don't see that out of Stafford. So I, I see your point. Look at to me. I look at a guy like I don't even know if I could pronounce his name, but like is it Skoranek? Yeah, you know he does a lot of little things. A fullback, tight end. Sometimes when you get all these other things figured out, it's it's guys like that that extends a drive on third and eight because he's are so versatile. I, he reminds me a little bit of a poor man's is it. Uh, Juracek or from the 49ers? Juracek, uh, Juracek. Yeah, you know, yeah. guys like that 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 kind of figures out a way to. To do some things, so I look at look at a guy like Skoranek that can kind of make some plays. 
My fear is the quarterback. That's yeah. my fear. And I maybe all of a sudden, because we've seen him when he, when he was at Detroit, <laughs> have days where he would light the Cowboys up. And his record against them is not great. But you look at the numbers that he's he's had. I can say he had a day where he was like 80% passing against the Cowboys and end up losing the game. It's funny, like I said, he's he's had games. I'll never forget that one we were in Detroit and he threw for 488 yards, you know, and it was like it was the they got the holding penalty on Tyron Smith that they were trying to run mm-hmm. the the clock out and they it was the Megatron game, you know, and you just have fear. Maybe that's not what that guy it's is. The barbecue game. It was a barbecue game. You're absolutely we're supposed right. To, Derek was going to give us, going to pay. What were you going to do? Give us hard bar- ape. Yeah. Well, I just said barbecue. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how to. I don't know what our sponsors, sponsors are. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but I just said that's barbecue. me. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We're so trained. You blame me. But we were supposed to get barbecue. We were going to win the game, and it was like, and it was like Brian. Yeah, where are we going on Monday? And then all of a sudden, they just give up ten points in yeah. the last minute and a half. I, I I just I, I think that he's I still think he's I think he's hurt, but I do worry I do worry about him all of a sudden. Oh, the running game they find that. Oh wait, the screen game's working a little bit. Oh wait a minute, Cooper Cup. Yeah, he's they're not really covering him all that well. I just worry about him making play after play and maybe not turning over the ball. That would be the thing I would be worried about in this game. Yeah, I, you know I look at Cam Akers and I, the reason why I put him on the list is because I think he's a talented running back. And I think that what I've seen so far this year, Cowboys defense, that to me has been one of their struggles. It just hasn't killed them. The The issue in this game, though, is when you combine a short passing game, which they have with Cooper Cup, with an effective running game, if they can do what all these other teams have been able to do against the Cowboys, now you do have a recipe for some disaster. Because if they can put together three of those kinds of drives where they can go 12 plays, take a ton of time and actually end up in the end zone, that can become a problem. And and I we've seen this happen throughout these games, even when the Cowboys have won. When, they, when a team cannot kill themselves and they have a good, short, quick offensive game plan, like get the ball out quick, get the ball out quick, run the ball, run the ball, you can that's a way to beat this defense. Mm-hmm. And and that's the one thing that worries me the most about this game is if they run the ball they have the, the the passing game to back it up yeah. and to, to complement it in order to get them a, a win this weekend. Well, they might, and and even if the running game is a disaster, they'll still throw the ball to, in bunch formations to Cup or Higby yeah. or one of those guys, yeah. Robinson. They're going to find a way to manipulate offense. If you take something away, you know. But I, I I'm I'm willing to live with it. If Cooper Cup's going to catch 14 balls and they're only going to get nine points. I'll take that right now. Yeah. If somebody would walk in the door and say, hey, Cooper Cup's going to have 14, but you're only going to score nine points, sign me up. Because you, you win that game. That's how you win that game right there. Yeah. This game is going to come down to catch and tackle. Catch, tackle. And it whether it's screens or, or passes over the middle, whatever. Tyler Higby, Cooper Cup, Robinson, catch, tackle. Don't let them have those chunk plays. Uh, on this uh, on this offense on these offensive drives, but if the running game gives you those plays, combined with them having those short passes, that even if you catch, you, they you, catch and you tackle them, that's yeah. going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem. That's yep. going to be a real. Just problem. get them in third and long. I mean, that's that's same that's with true. Washington. Yeah, you get them in get third them behind, and long. Yeah, behind, behind the chains. That's that's the key. But but it's like you said, uh, figuring out how to manipulate some offense. I mean, we've seen McVay really good with those reverses. 
You know, I'm eye not, candy yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's he's really good at that and stuff that I, I think the Cowboys should do a lot more with with Turpin. Yeah. Um, give it to him once on a reverse, but fake it to him three times. Get get, get linebackers' eyes. Always moving this way. Well, the next point—that's what the you know the commanders were able to do last week. You know, when when you start talking about fooling Van Der Esch and Barr and, and keeping them from getting over and making tackles, it's that movement. You know that, that those guys like they see it and they yeah. they react. And all you need is that one step, and it gets them out the door the other way. Yeah. You know, maybe my memory's not working too well, but I feel like and going back to. Going shut up. <laughs> Going back to Rams offense versus Cowboys defense. Every time we have this conversation week after week on here about like guys that we're looking out for and things like that, has any one of those names that we've mentioned every week actually been a problem for the Cowboys? Like I, I just feel like they haven't been. Every time we get to the game, yeah, on paper and with and talent wise, but then we get to the game, they play. And those people, those players have not no, really they, been a problem for the Cowboys defense. Oh yeah, when yeah, when you're talking about the defense, I'm Def- saying yeah, Cowboys defense versus yeah. opponents. No, 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 Mike uh, Evans, yeah, Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. Barkley, they, yeah, they haven't. Barkley, Barkley had a pretty. He good did game. have a yeah, yeah. And a and if you want to put the aggregate of those running backs for Washington, they gave the Cowboys some problems yeah. at times. The problem just became like at some point they had to abandon it in the fourth quarter. Fournette. But but a good. lot of that was, even though they were running the ball well, they just couldn't sustain the drive. That yeah. was their problem. It wasn't they couldn't run the ball. They just couldn't sustain drives because yeah. they had too many penalties. And the defense yeah. still managed to be successful. Right, that's my point. Around. Like Yeah, it was yeah. just because of the penalties. So that's my point. If, if L.A. can be a more disciplined team and they run like these other teams have run, that could be a problem. Yeah, Brian said it though earlier this week too. Is it's not just it's not just getting lucky that teams are, are not disciplined. It's it's they can't block you. Yeah, and they're holding you. Yeah, you know? and and that that's what happened in the on the flip side with all those pis. I mean, they weren't just phantom calls. I mean, yeah. they were getting mugged yeah. uh, when they ran routes and stuff like that. Mugged. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take our first break. We're gonna come back. Let's get to some questions. You guys can call us 888-855-2297. I have a lot of questions from Twitter as well. We'll be right back. DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. 
When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back to the break. Being blind is not fun, so book an appointment at your local Essler experts and find the perfect Essler lens for you. See more, do more, Essler. It is not. <laughs> Who writes your copy? No, there, if, <laughs> that is not written. Y'all, on that y'all would be surprised say, at the that stuff paper. that I actually read here because it, I, I'm looking at it, but it is nothing like that. So I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want someday somebody to just say, whether you're watching from home or cheering in the stands, that's our lenses. You'll see every exciting play. Book an appointment. I'm just, you know, I just I mix it up every now. Are and you again. adding that? This is this is what's written in the copy. Whether you're watching from home or cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you'll see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and find the perfect Essilor lens for you. See more, do more. It's fine Essilor. read. It's a fine read. Yeah, especially it is a fine read. Doesn't been doing it for like three years. Right. So I, I like to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. That was good. I like change. it. I like it. I like it. Thank if you, I can Esla. change, you can change. Everybody can change. I just quoted Rocky, Rocky. Four. I just quoted Rocky, Rocky Four. Rocky. All right. Uh, let's get back into it. We got some questions coming in from fans on Twitter. You're an Twitter. alcoholic. Have a Miller Lite. <laughs> All right. Let's keep moving. You got to press through these moments. All right. If you want to call us, you can call us 888-855-2297. This segment is brought to you by Blockchain. <laughs> and I don't know why Blockchain only likes this second segment. They don't, yeah, they don't they do. give a but crap about the other first and third. But they want this one. They like the second segment. They yeah. wanted the second segment. Got it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, Brandon Laurie, his question is, I really like what we're seeing from Mike McCarthy this season. Do yeah. you guys believe he's more dialed in now than in previous seasons? I, or better yet, what do you think is the difference this year versus other years? I will go on record to say I've called him lazy on the radio. I've called him non-committed. The one thing we can never say about you, Brian, is you don't tell us what you really think no, about a coach. No, and I, and I, I you know <laughs> what? <laughs> he will let it fly. Let it go. No, and you know what? And, but you have to be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to be fair mm-hmm. about it. And, you know, there's I've been two places he's been. I have people that know and people that work. And so, you know what? I did. I'm very, very critical of the man. I think the Dak Prescott injury, I'll say this first off, and I said it this morning on my podcast, Love of the Star. I said this, that I think Mike McCarthy's learning what it takes to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think Mike McCarthy really understood all the things that you have to deal with when you're the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. The ownership, you know, the front office, you know, the media, everything, the fan base. I don't think he really understood. I think he realizes it now. I think he's trying to be helpful as he can to the media. I think he's trying to be, you know, he's working with his team, I think, in the right way. I think he's taking his coaches and working with them. I think he finally, you know, as Kellen Moore was growing in the job, I think Mike McCarthy was growing in this job with the Cowboys. 
And I think there's a lot of positive things about him. It, it's good to see him take ownership of what's going on in that field. Fourth down and two. Go for it. Go for it. Kellen, have two plays ready. We're going for it again here. Get ready. Go, go. You know, be ready. That's the kind of thing I want my coach to be. I want my coach. I don't want my coach just to stand up there and, you know, you know, I want my coach involved. You know, I want him, I want him making sure that the coordinator does his job. Dan Quinn does his job. Bones Fossil, we're not going to fake this punt. Just get ready to block this thing up, okay? We're going to punt this. We're going to play defense. We're going to get the ball back. You know, that's the kind of thing I think we're getting from Mike McCarthy now. I did. Called him lazy, non-committed, all those things. He's doing a much better job for your football team right now. Yeah. He um I mean, you know, when, when you just look at uh, how this season has gone and look at the the first I mean, any any time Anytime you go six and ten to start, and then twelve and five in, in, a, in a you know playoff spot, most teams get are looking at an extension for their coach at that point, and and he had to answer questions about getting fired. Yeah, that's that's what you're saying. Learning the uh, you know like reading the room and, and and stuff like that. But but I think it goes back to also training camp and the preseason as well. I, I think that you know you got to give them credit for how they do things here. They got their backups ready to play, and mm-hmm. they were able to have. I mean, you're like, well, Dak's not going to play, and these guys aren't going to play, and and you know, Donovan Wilson's going to have to play a lot because they aren't going to play Curse and all that. And guess what? These guys were ready, and I think it's like 11 or 12 years in a row that they have not had a losing uh, September. So whatever they're doing, their team is somewhat ready to play. Where they they don't have a losing record in September, they have a winning record. If not, uh, you know, 500, but it, it's working. And I thought it worked a lot this year because their backups that they needed to, to, to play were ready. Well, we did a show the other day where we graded the backups. Yeah. A's and B's, A's and B's. Yeah. Give the coach an A for what he's done so far in the coaching staff because nobody, I mean, I said it the other day 15, 16 tweets after that Tampa game. Brian, when's Derek going to fire up the draft show? You know, no, no, can't do that yet. Can't do that. You know, coaches, he, he didn't. He didn't put his head in the sand and say, oh, poor me, I don't have Dak. They're going out there and continuing to win games. You have to give him credit for that. Mm-hmm. You uh, mentioned, Nick, you mentioned the training camp, and I remember very vividly when, you know, you get the whole media, everybody's sitting there, and you got Stephen Jones, you got Jerry Jones there, Mike McCarthy, and people are asking him, uh, asking Jerry about his job, like mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy, like, you doing that in such a public environment with cameras in front of you, your boss is next to you, you're asking about my job while I'm sitting here. Like, you feel that pressure. And after everything that he had to listen to throughout the offseason, you either, like, crumble or you figure out a way to start making changes and succeed. And I think that maybe he's involved. And we don't know much of this. It's just the very few things that we hear, but maybe his involvement with Kellen Moore and the play calling yep. and helping him out. Yep. Those are the differences that we've seen. But he knows even last year how bad like his chair was on fire. And he knows that you got a guy sitting out there not coaching anybody right now that could be here. You got a guy that's actually here coaching your defense Great that point. could Great point. take your job as well. So, Again, I think he's he's done a really good job handling the whole situation and the way that, you know, offense is not perfect and all that and the things, you know, it's not a perfect team right now, but he's making it work and that's all he can do right now. But he's handled, I think, given all the scenarios, he's handled it very, very well. Yeah, and the fact is working here in Dallas, the pressure's only going to go up mm-hmm. because, quite frankly, Nick, you mentioned they always start off September. They've mm-hmm. been 10, 11 years. They're always winning September. Mm-hmm. 
that's not what fans, media, and maybe even Jerry care about at some point, to some degree. It's like, what's going to be happening in December? Uh, What's going to happen in January? Those are going to, because he had a great, they had a great season last year. By all accounts, they had a great season last year. It didn't end well. No, I, and I know that's that. why. Just no, and, no I wasn't, and I wasn't saying just, that you were making a bad point. Just when we get training camp and we're talking about how they're doing things and how they do the right. preseason, that you you can't blame it off that on on what they're what they're doing. Right. That's and all and, I'm and, I, and the point I was making is just more so about the fact that despite all of that, and I think we all have glowing reports of him right now, the pressure is only going to go up because when you get to November and December and January. The pressure is going to go up because expectations are going to go up. Yeah. Well, right? let's see. And two, and hopefully things will be better than what we saw in week one with Dak when he gets back. Mm-hmm. You know, that they've, they've kind of figured out maybe McCarthy had to step in after week one and take more ownership of the offense. You know, and maybe now it's like, OK, listen, this is what we've been successful at. We've been playing with backup guys at receiver, offensive line, all that. We're kind of ready now. Let's see if we can open some things up with Dak here. And I, that's you're right. The tail of the tape will be the second half. But I do believe you have to be fair. Me personally, I've been super, super critical yeah. of the man. And I, at least you know he is. He's done a lot better job this year through four weeks, five weeks uh, with this football team than I than I've seen in the past. Frankly, I love what they're doing, and I don't know how much it is a difference in what Mike was doing before or not. I mean, it might be the same thing he's been yeah. doing. The fact is the results say that they're doing the right things because when you win with a backup quarterback at this pace, three games in a row, they've, that matters in the NFL. Yeah, and, and they've had some success with backup quarterbacks since he's been True, here. I yeah. mean, obviously when Dak went down, you know, it, it didn't go well after that. But, I mean, like, you know, Ben DiNucci, he, they played with him. They had a chance to win up in yeah. Philly. I mean, Garrett Gilbert – Play, you know, against Pittsburgh. the Steel, yeah, the Steelers. Andy Dalton had some some success, won some games. So, I mean, they've done pretty good. Is this job. number you you could probably go up the back through your head and, and figure it out? But I heard a number the other day that said in the last eight games without Dak, seven, seven and, one. and one, seven and without one without Dak, eight, yeah, and, yeah. probably, which, yeah. which is, I mean, that's extremely impressive. Yeah. You look across the NFL, it is it is like a death nail. You lose your starting quarterback. To be seven and one without your starter over the last eight games—that's huge. Yeah, that was. Yeah, to, they, they got a on a hot streak there. To Ambar's point, the guy sitting out there not coaching right now kind of has the same ability that you know Sean Payton. If you look at what he's did without yeah. Drew Brees, it was that. You, you got to find a way to win with your backups, yeah. and and they are finding ways to win these games. And I don't care. You play the schedule. You know, we'll see with the Rams. I mean, the Rams are a little bit of a wounded team right now. You know, find a way to go get a victory there. Do you, do you think though that that uh, they could win games if their backup wasn't redheaded? <laughs> Seriously, I mean, Brandon Whedon's won some games. Jason Garrett won games. Yeah. Andy Dalton won games. Yeah. And Cooper Rush. Yeah, they just, just wonder like redheaded backups. I don't know. Maybe I'm just saying that's that's part of it. That's the stat, the stat too. Let's go. Let's move on. Didn't Wright win some games back in the Anthony day? Wright? Yeah. Remember that? Chris, really. No, that night at Christmas. Remember that Clint play, Sterner? I think he kind of had a little bit of reddish, a little reddish, yeah. something like that. He's yeah. doing a good job on the radio, by the way. Is he Clint down in Houston, yeah, Arkansas guy? Yeah. yeah, he is doing a good job in Houston. He's still Houston. fumbled against Tennessee, ninety nine, ninety eight. <laughs> Never gonna forget that. No, worst loss ever yeah, as an Arkansas fan ever. Nineteen ninety eight, Tennessee. Uh, Sterner stumble. Came back the Is next year. Is that what year. it's called? It's called the Sterner stumble. Yeah. Came back the next year and they beat Tennessee by the exact same score. Helped. Little, but uh, yeah, lost to Tennessee. Have you ever told him this? He knows. He, I mean, they, they <laughs> you don't know. have to remind him. Ah, he lives tough. with it every day. They were Tennessee was number one in the country. Arkansas was number ten, undefeated, and went to Tennessee and had him beat. And he 
tripped over his lineman and put the ball down to brace himself and fumbled. We had a chance to run out the clock and beat them, and they win the national championship. Uh, T. Martin. Yeah, that does hurt. Yeah, T. Martin. That does hurt. Yeah. yeah. First time I've ever seen T. Martin. First time I've ever seen a team lose and move up in the polls. Oh really? Yeah, it was yeah. one of those like, oh, they'll see. They haven't really played anyone. They're ten and you know, they're That's eight and trying to get whatever. more money. Yeah, I think Texas did that though. Alabama, right? Yep. They lost uh, Alabama yeah, and moved up, up in the yeah. polls. They got into the polls. We got into the polls. Yeah, We're right. Not in the polls. Right. See, I'm invested now into Texas. <laughs> yeah, it, hey, literally. It's the weekend. Yeah, it's the weekend to be. <laughs> yeah. You going to the game? <laughs> no, but yeah, the sun is. <laughs> hey, we man, move on. When your money goes on. there, you're I, in. Like, trust me, my money's going there a lot. Way too much. More there than LSU. All right, let's go. Let's go to. Right for in one year. Let's let's. Uh, go to actually we're going to go to our, our final break when we come back we got a phone call we'll get that uh, we'll be right back DallasCowboys.com radio the season is finally here for months we've been gearing up to win now it's time for the team that performs on any field United Ag and Turf with John Deere zero turns for mowing compact tractors for loading mini excavators for digging gator utility vehicles for hauling implements for grading hay tools for baling United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. This sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back to the break. NFL Plus. Get your live, local, primetime, regular season, postseason games on your phone or tablet, game replays, and more. Go to plus.nfl.com and start your free trial of NFL Plus 
today. Welcome back. If Final you have a segment. phone, get that, right, Nick? You have to have a phone. You have to have a phone. Yeah. And if you don't, then <laughs> get out of 1983 and get back into... No. I thought you were just going to add something to it. You know, man. this one's written okay, and we don't have to read it a hundred times in a row. Gotcha. But if, if, we, if we're here in November, I'm going to be like... Yeah. We will yeah. not be reading that by November. Yeah. No? No. It, uh, that's a product that, that you push hard at the beginning of the season. Okay. Get but, later in but the get season. it for your all twenty-two. By yeah, the that's way. what I'm saying. Seriously, if yeah. you if everybody should have it by then. You don't have to be a former scout to yeah. enjoy the all twenty-two. Yeah, seriously, you no. can learn a lot that way. Imagine you're combine exactly right. these. Like if if you you need your SLR lenses so you can watch the NFL Plus on your tablet or TV. there you go. Yeah. No. Why are you looking at me like that? Like what? You're gonna stab me? <laughs> Do I ever look like I'm gonna stab anybody? I got the nicest. Demeanor. I don't think that that's no. You actually don't. You just have this stoic look. You could be telling you something. You don't. You'll you, just stare. You don't do you. that nod that you're supposed to be like. Uh huh. I got you. You just sit there looking. Like yep. That's not true. I yes. Compl- yes. Yep. You're like yep. you're, you're. You know. You're. I'm trying to tell you something, and you're just like looking. I'm like, are you gonna? Are He's you listening through you? Yeah, he is <laughs> looking through yeah. you. And don't have a conversation through text because that's no. like a whole other thing. All right, this is not. And don't do it at 11:57 because you're getting hangry and you're like, oh, I gotta eat. <laughs> let's let's move on. Uh, we got a phone call. Derek Josh. is really a good boss, uh, by the way. I, he really is. I enjoyed Thank working you, with Derek. Thank, Thank you, Brian. Thanks for bringing me <laughs> back, Derek. I appreciate you doing <laughs> that. You didn't it. have to, but you Derek. did. Thank, Thank you, Brian. Think about that. If those are your worst things in the world, that's pretty good. Tony Romo, get him. Tony, I don't know. That's, a, that's the worst thing ever happened to me. <laughs> the worst thing ever happened to me is, yeah. All right. Josh, San Antonio. Josh, what you got? Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I was uh, listening on season 16, episode 14. No, I'm just kidding. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, the guys over at uh, On Talking Cowboys were talking about Donovan Wilson, and I know, you know, Michael Parsons gets a lot of, you know, talk about being elite. I just wanted to get you guys' take on how you feel Donovan Wilson is playing, you know, this year, and I'll hang up and listen. All right, thanks for the thanks. call. Uh, you got to know over there at Talking Cowboys that Patrick Walker loves Donovan Wilson, <laughs> and they fight for whose guy he is because Rob, Rob loves him too. because he's in Texas A&M Whoop. guy and stuff like that. So, you know, they they're, the fan club for Donovan Wilson is going to start there. Um, and in there, yeah. and no, in I'm just, there. I'm just, we like, I like we, him. I like, no. him. I like him. Good I, player. We talked about him yesterday. It was one of the the people that you brought up, Brian, on yeah. your game, and I think we all kind of had the same thought of him. Really, really good player. You want him to just kind of be a little more disciplined. Just calm, little calm down without calming down. If yeah. you can calm down and not calm down at the same time, you'd be great. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You know, that's right. It's about it's about calm down, but stay healthy. You know, yeah. he, he's always kind of dealt with injuries along the way. You've never, you know, every time you want to play him, something happens to him where he doesn't get, he misses time. So stay healthy, calm down, and you got a really good football player. Yeah, I remember when he started playing, and I have terrible be- memory, by the way. I'm not like Nick, but there, I can't remember which game it was, what, what day, who all were playing. But the point is, I remember when I first started watching him playing a football game on the field, he's playing, and he was doing things that the rest of the defense wasn't doing in the way that he was tackling and playing. The physicality. That, yes, yeah. being so physical with his plays. And, and I remember he, he stood out because of that. I'm like, man, I wish everybody could tackle like he does. I wish people go out, could go after other guys like the way he does. And one thing that always concerned me was like, okay, how much longer can a guy go like that? Like, 
playing that physical without getting hurt. And he, every time he started getting like really, really good, yeah. then he would miss sometimes. Yeah. And you're like, man, that sucks. So that's another thing that when he popped up on the injury, I don't think this is something major or anything, but to keep in mind for the rest of the season, that is something that I've always been concerned about with a guy like Donovan Wilson. Yeah. I'll go to a question actually we got from AJ Oliveras. Uh, he says, I'm curious to see if Kirsch takes away from Donovan's snaps or if they somehow incorporate both as J. Ron Kirst comes back. What do you guys expect you to happen know, there? I asked J. Ron Kirst that same question and went back to the Tampa game when they all kind of played. And I don't remember exactly when Kirst got hurt in the game and how much he missed, but it, it felt like they all played. And Kirst even said, yeah, I mean, he, he's going to use all of us out there a lot. And I think Brian's alluded to the fact that Kirst might actually take more snaps from Barr. Let me, let me, yeah, the thing with Barr, I've just – like I'm riding Ambar's roller coaster on bar right now. Cincinnati good, you know, Giants. I'm just kind of going back and forth. And you know, to me, it's like he he's a good player. Don't get me wrong, but you got better players. I think you got better guys that when you talk about you could play Curse down as a linebacker, you could play Wilson as a safety. Now what you've got is if that if they try and get to the perimeter on the run, you got Curse playing downhill. Now you got Wilson flying from depth, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure that if the ball does spill to the edge, he's not caught inside playing the linebacker spot. You know, they've got enough guys to handle that. So to me, I'd use Wilson too because he's shown he can cover. Mm-hmm. Play him on a tight end. Play him as a robber in the middle of the field, taking things those crossing routes. Play him on the back end and have him bracket if you want him, you know, in and out a Cooper Cup a little bit. If you want to give a little help to corners. So he's capable of doing that. I'm putting both those guys on the field over bar right now. I just know they're sure tackles, tacklers, and I know they're both really physical players. All right, let's go to the phone line. Let's get a call from Dennis in Albany. Dennis, what up? What's up, Derek? Nick, guys, I love you. If Thank you, you think about it, I go back to season two and three. I used to call you guys every day. So Oh wow today yeah if you guys go listen so i want to just give a quick 20 seconds i want to give both of you your flowers Derek. your 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 eye for talent is ridiculous we lose <laughs> great people you always um replace them and i know nick has a lot to do that nick your memory and um about the cowboys is incredible Nick, I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to close the loop with you on something, and then I'm going to make a prediction like you would. All right. He's about Amber, to hammer you. Get ready. Yeah. yeah. Amber, <laughs> Amber, you're amazing. The BS you put up with on social media, ignore it. You're a rock star. Keep doing what you do. Brian, I listen to you every day, twice a day, actually, because I listen to the G-Bag Nation. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Thank you for teaching people football like 101. Everyone doesn't get it and understand blitz and different things of that nature. So thank you for teaching football 101. All right, Nick, I'm not, I love you. I love you and Derek. <laughs> you, were, you, were on, you were on with Shay, uh, Sean and RJ. Those are my two favorites. Uh, no, no shot at you, Brian. <laughs> but he asked you a question about Romo's flag football game. I told him to ask you that. Okay. That's how far I go back. All right. Um, and lastly, Here's a Nick Nick prediction. Cowboys 27-13. I don't know how or why, but that's what it's going to be. Love you guys. Enjoy, enjoy the show. Take care. All right, brother. Thanks for the call. That, that Thank guy, you very much. Man. What was his name again? Dennis. 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 And I actually Dennis. remember the name Thank Dennis you. in Albany. I remember uh, that, that from back that in the day. Yeah. Man. Yeah, awesome yeah. call. Dennis is, can drive through a Chick-fil-A parking lot because you have to be able to like win maneuver left yeah. and right, then back, then forward. He went all over the place and still <laughs> got to it. Like, uh, That's awesome. Um, 
Uh, you should go to Whataburger anyways, if you know. <laughs> anyways, um, you know what? I don't know. Is there anything we need to ad- address on that? But but th- that reminded me of something. I listened to Brian yesterday on the radio. Uh-huh. You were, you had Tank Lawrence on. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I got to be careful how I say this. But, you know, and I'm guilty of this, too. We like to have fun on the show and all that. And they're asking Tank questions about Matt Farniak catching a pass or whatever like that, you know, and, you know, on running tape, route, running yeah. routes and all that. And the other guys are asking. And it, I didn't know Brian was on there because the other three were asking all these questions. And Brian's like, Tank, you know, when you go inside from the end to the, you know, <laughs> to the, you know, ha- is it a different mindset and all that kind of stuff? And he's like, he basically was like, come again, elaborate. I, you know, didn't understand yeah. the question. And then you asked it again. And I'm just thinking like, Brian's like trying to football, yeah, like a real football the question. The questions that fans yeah. want to know, and, and right? Tank, yeah. Tank's asking all these other stuff like that. So that reminded me of that because I'm like, I know that you have to do that a lot. Well, it's you know what's funny that these players, you, you want to have fun with them, but you know, he's also playing. I mean, the things you learn in these interviews is he's really serious though, too. He, is. he doesn't have yeah. he doesn't have time for your Matt Farniak catch and pass this question. Right. You know. So I'm trying to ask him questions about him playing three technique with, you know, and how do you is it different Russian from inside as opposed and then yeah, once I was able to clear it up a little bit, he he said, "Yeah, when you rush inside, it happens quicker." Yeah, he know? actually gave a really good answer. Yeah, I thought, yeah, once, once he yeah. got to that, yeah. So yeah, it, it's tough. These some of these questions, you can have fun with these guys. Yeah, we've had two guys two years, and the players have been great. We had Amari Cooper, who's yeah. a no nonsense guy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no nonsense. But y'all, guy. To your credit, yeah, you guys managed to get him out of his shell. His, more was, than I've his heard, was good more than yeah. I've ever heard him yeah. get out of his shell. It, it's it, it was tough. He and I got an argument about whether Alabama could beat the worst NFL team. You know, he thought they could. No, I did. Oh, okay. you they could? I, I did. I said, really? hey. Oh, yeah. I said, I, and he, he's like, and he's like, no way. And so he and I went back and forth, yeah. back and forth. And it was funny because, you know, you try and look for things that guys have common. You know, you want to ask them fun yeah. things about their lives and stuff. But then, with they, but they're so trained to asking the serious questions. Yeah. And so you, you kind of have to go with that. You know, I used yeah. to think that in, until I, there's one player I always think of about could you know mm-hmm. Alabama or Georgia mm-hmm. or whatever, but it's Bo Scarborough. That's what I think of because mm-hmm. Bo Scarborough at Alabama was a beast. Like he yeah. was like you couldn't tackle him. Derrick Henry, right? But but then you get you know this Scarborough mm-hmm. is a seventh round pick yeah. and he comes here and you know doesn't do anything. Oh, except, you can tackle him. Yeah, it's, and so that's yeah. like. You, you think about guys like that, and then like you know they get four or five guys a year drafted or ten round. 10, 11 yeah, guys yeah, here. Yeah. But the other 11 or 12 are, are you know, See, working at, But that's it, what I'm saying, though. Coop's playing for Alabama. Uh, Julio Jones is playing for Alabama. I mean, you know, you're thinking about an Alabama team with their best players. Oh. Right. But if you, give, if you give me an Alabama all-star team versus oh. all the rest of the best oh, players yeah. in the league, okay. then, yeah, I do I'm think. I'm sorry. I, I thought think, you yeah. meant. I'm sorry. I thought yeah. you meant, like, Alabama right now playing the worst team in the league. No, he played on some Alabama teams that were pretty good. But oh. you look at. You just put yeah, the Alabama, Alabama all-star? all-star? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that beats any team you could put together, I think, probably. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. It'd be I hard mean, to beat that. All right, Tua, let's get Tua some, their quarterback. Yeah, I mean they got they got options. Not That's today, the crazy but, part. They got but, options, but yeah, <laughs> not today. But All right. I mean, he would be. Let's get some predictions. What do you think is going to happen this week, Amber? Let's start us off. Oh, <laughs> make your pick. <laughs> you know, um, I'm picking the Cowboys to win, but 
I'm kind of it's getting to that point where you're you're starting to feel like okay when is the streak mm-hmm. gonna end so it's kind of getting it's into that room where you're like okay we're getting there it might happen this week maybe next week you don't know but it's getting close to where it makes you now uncomfortable the fact that you're winning consecutive wins back to back but I'm I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Cowboys to win I trust the defense to keep doing their job um score I think it'll be a very close game but you know what? Actually, it just popped into my head. Like, what happened with if Brent Maher starts missing? Like, those points mm. are so valuable right now. Unless the... Uh, the off, deep snapper, because, yeah. Because the offense hasn't been scoring a ton of points. So, yeah. it all it, Maher has been kind of carrying the offense a lot. Uh, so, that's a concern there. But I'm going to stick with the Cowboys. They win. Low-scoring game. Maybe, like... 16-14, something like that. It'll be a close game, I think. Okay. I'm, I'm going with the desperate team through. I think you're playing a very desperate team with the Rams. I think there's starting to be questions about, you know, their quarterback. There's questions about their offensive line. Is there a Super Bowl hangover going on right now? Is their defense really that good? They blitz. They don't get pressure and all that. I think you're gonna you're gonna get their absolute best shot. And, you know, you've been riding the wave right now with Cooper Rush. I think the Rams are the more desperate team. They win 26-23. Yeah, I, I think, you know, to think beating the defending champs on the road, winning four straight, like all of that sounds too daunting. But if you really break it down, they don't have to win four straight. You you don't. You have to win one, and you have to win in a game that's not going to be that much of a road. You know, it, it'll be a fun atmosphere. And I just think that the Cowboys' defense is, is going to be more of a mismatch than the Rams. And, and more I keep thinking about it. And the fact that Vegas has them at five and a half or five or whatever, Vegas has absolutely whiffed on the Cowboys this year. They are so off. They don't know how to to uh, score the, the, this Cowboys team. Every game this year has been a 10-point swing. They've been wrong by 10 points for oh, the wow. Cowboys. Every game, or 10 or more. So I, I just feel like, you know, I got the Cowboys winning by 6, 20 to 14. Man, I've gone back and forth on this game since the week began. I've, I know I've been back and forth at least five times on my pick of what I think is going to happen. And I can tell you it's mainly because of what I talked about earlier in the show. I think when you look at what the Cowboys don't do well defensively and and how it matches up against this team, I think this is the kind of team that can give them problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's different than the kind of problems they're going to face next week because they got a whole different set yeah. of problems next yeah. week. But this week I think this is a team that, that can use a short, quick passing game to negate the Cowboys' pass rush. And if they do that and they can run the ball as the Cowboys have allowed – other teams that have, in my opinion, equally bad running games to get off, then I think that could be a problem. But right now, still, I was, I was, I was about to I'm say, are you on, really? I'm still are stuck you? on. No, I'm still stuck on the idea. I know that, Derek. I know Derek. I, <laughs> I'm way too optimistic, oh. and then so I, at the end of the day, I still couldn't bring myself to say. You almost like, held it there. Yeah, to, to bring myself to say that that they're gonna not go and get a win because I do think they are the better team. I just think this is going to be a really tough matchup. So I, I would not be shocked even in the least. if Even if they got routed, I wouldn't be shocked by oh, it. Because okay. I, I, think, yeah, that's, that's I, think, I think that this is one of those games where you're right. It's the, the desperate team theory. Yeah. It's how they match up. There's a lot about this game that worries me, maybe even a little bit more than next week. I could see them losing this week and then going and routing Philly next week. Sure. Like I just think this is a really weird matchup for them. So 
I'm still going to say Cowboys win, but it's going to be a close one. That's a, 23-20. That's a Hellman pick if I've ever. He's like, I'm going to pick Dallas because I feel like I have to, but I don't want to. Yeah, when you start talking about Salah's mouth. Yeah. No, really. I, this is going to be a tough game, man. I, but the Cowboys get the win 23-20. All right. All right. Appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back Monday. We'll tell you what went right and wrong. Until uh, then, for Nick Eaton, Brian Broaddus, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eels, and this has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!